0: Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Journey Podcast. I'm your host, Yaro Starak. Hi everyone, welcome to the Entrepreneur's Journey and Small Business Branding Podcast. My name is Yaro Starak. Thanks for listening again today. I'm going to cut straight to the interview I've got for you with Dave Jackson in a moment. Just a reminder for anyone who's not heard these podcasts before, if you're looking for more, there's a back catalog of over 30 shows available from entrepreneurs-journey.com or smallbusinessbranding.com or the best way, do a search on Google for my name, which is Yarrow, Y-A-R-O, and you should find links to both of my blogs quite easily. Alright, let's get into the interview. Here you go. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Yaron Starak. Welcome to another Entrepreneur's Journey podcast. Once again, we're doing an, a delightful interview with a, a fellow entrepreneur online. His name is David Jackson, or Dave Jackson, who I recently discovered through another friend, Alan, from the Marketers podcast, who um, interviewed David regarding Uh, podcasting, because that's what David does. He runs a school of podcasting, so I thought I'd find out a bit more about how he launched it and and what he's doing. So, David, welcome to the show.
1: Yaro, thanks for having me.
0: We'll get straight into it. I'm I'm quite curious uh, how you came about to find yourself as, you're the teacher of the school of podcasting.com, right?
1: (laughs) The dean of the school, yes. Right, yes, Uh, you,
0: you have those... Fancy suits and the funny hats, So, <laughs> um, but you obviously haven't been doing podcasting forever because this is a very new technology, so what led you to your current role?
1: Well, a, a couple things. I I'd been uh, I do a newsletter for musicians and had been doing that for about five years and started doing what I was calling an audio newsletter and instantly just found things like tone of voice and because I, I like to be sarcastic and have fun and it's really hard to do that in a newsletter because people can take your words wrong. And so I, I saw the power of audio, and when I finally got involved with podcasting um, in April of uh, 2005, I guess it was, and um, no, I'm sorry, November, I don't know, it was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't that long ago. You. <laughs> and uh, I, I, when I finally went through, and at that time there really wasn't much available, to get you going in, in podcasting. In fact, most people are going, pod what? So I'm trying to scramble how to find my RSS feed and, and all other things. And when I got done, and I, I actually put out my podcast, and like within probably a, a month, I was getting feedback from Germany and all those sorts of other places, and it's just little of me in the basement next to the water heater, and here's this guy in tr- I'm like, wow, this is really cool. And so I just thought, okay this is so great I've got to tell the world about this now but I've got to make it easier because I nobody's gonna go through the hassle of of what I just went through to podcast so I started assembling all these different resources and and links and I found about uh, some tools to create what are called screen capture videos and this is where I basically can can pull up software and say here is how you use the software and, and uh, instead of you know going out and, and Researching different software because there's a lot of different software types now to to create a podcast. Uh, you can watch an, an overview of it and say, okay, I think this will work for what I want to do. And so it was just a, a case of I just wanted to help people. I, I thought, hey, this is fun, this is great, this is cool, but it's too hard to to learn. There's too much of a learning curve, and I saw it as a way to kind of you know help the revolution as people talk. I, mean, I wanted to help the revolution by making it easier to to learn. Okay, and this is now your full-time
0: occupation or you're aiming for it to become that
1: um... it'd be nice it's it's right now i still have the day job i do uh... what's the day job uh, well it's i've always been involved with teaching technology whether it be i mean going back to the days of teaching people how to surf the internet and and microsoft office and all sorts of other things and and right now i'm actually in in transition i'm actually going to go more into a a technical end of of (laughs) it sounds so boring a Cisco phone, a, a voice over IP engineer is where actually where I'm heading because it's got a lot of money involved in it. So that's <laughs> what I. But oh. a, in the in the end of that, I'm going to end up training people on voice over IP stuff. Oh, that's close, um, almost podcasting. Yeah. Almost exactly. So that's that's the day job. But then I've uh, I'm also a musician, so that's that's one of my hobbies on the weekend is I play music. And uh, what do you play? I play guitar. And so. you in
0: a band or are you?
1: Fan, if you want to check it out, we don't. We, we're almost not a band anymore. It's the. Don't forget T H E. It's thesugardaddies.com. <laughs> if you go to just sugardaddies.com, let's just say you don't have to be 18 to get into my band's <laughs> website. We'll leave it at that. Okay, so thesugardaddies.com. Yeah. Right. So uh, that's that's the band I play in. So that's that's that. Okay, so,
0: so in a dream situation, you'd be running a podcasting school for your income and playing as much music as you can for your they're, passion.
1: Absolutely. And actually, they're both kind of, that's that's a good way of describing it because uh, a lot of people are like, well, you know, Dave, you I, you keep creating new podcasts. And I'm like, yeah, but I, I love this stuff. So it is kind of another passion. It's a, another way of, of communicating. And in a way, that's what music is. It's just a, a transference of, of uh, energy. And in this case, it's kind of the, the same way.
0: Okay. So how close are you in terms of getting... Your online business, and your own business, to be self-sufficient. Like, do you do you have a plan here? Is it a two-year plan to be there, or are you making it up as you go along? I know that's what I do generally. So. Yeah,
1: I I had a a plan when I first kind of launched it in terms of, of a, I wanted to categorize it and uh, how it was going to set up. Because I, I actually started doing it in raw HTML, and after about the hundred and tenth resource went in, I went. Okay, this is going to be a nightmare if I don't find something to to kind of automate this or help manage it. And of course, you know, like anything else, after about four months of it, uh, I had kind of a beta test and uh, just started, you know, really soliciting feedback from the students. And they said, "This is great, but it, it doesn't. It, it's too hard to find stuff." And that's actually, to this day, something I fight because I keep adding more and more information, and that's mm. it's great, but a database is only as good as, you know, the, the, it's no good if it takes too hard to get the information out. So you got to be very careful about just dumping stuff in a database because if people can't get what they want out of it, it's it's useless, no matter how many hundreds of resources you have. Mm-hmm. So I, I took a lot of feedback from folks and just let them, you know, uh, beat the snot out of me, for lack of a better reason, <laughs> went back to the drawing board and and built it to suit uh, their needs, which is really what, you know, customer service is all about. And uh, Okay, well...
0: Just, Let's just explain that. then for people don't know exactly what you do when you get the School of Podcasting, this is a membership site, right, which you pay $5 a month and you get access to your tools and resources.
1: Right. It's uh, everything from sound effects to if you're looking for somebody to do, you know, the deep radio voice guy voice kind of thing. There's people for that. There's uh, links to Podsafe Music. There's links to, you know, uh, things like directories to list your podcast in, links to anything I've ever run across. Uh, An example would be, interviewing people you know it's not as easy as just asking questions and listening to them gab for a while there's actually right now Yaro's trying to figure out what the next question he's going to ask or should he ask a follow-up question he's going to put crazy pressure running. on <laughs> <laughs> can't take the pressure <laughs> so i i went out and found some resources and some tutorials that will you know kind of get you thinking about how to plan for your podcast that's just the resources then there's tutorials on all the software and i was kind of talking about that earlier so everything from audacity to you know uh WordPress, how to install WordPress, how to use Libsyn, any any kind of software I run across, or somebody says, hey, have you heard of this software? You know, I'll go out and play with it a while and and do kind of an overview. It's not really meant to make you a master of that software because that would be, you know, hours. Mm. But it's enough for you to look at it and go, yeah, this will work for me. And from there, you know, I I work a lot one on one with people. They'll say, hey, I've I've got this, but I do you know if it'll do this? And I'll pull it up and say as a matter of fact it does, you know, click on this menu, click on that menu and here you go.
0: Okay, well you can help me uh, answer a question here because a lot of my listeners will know that I'm about to launch um, a blog traffic school almost like a sister product of yours in a lot of ways which Mm -hmm. pretty much will do the same thing what you're doing with for podcasting but for getting traffic to blogs. Now I'm currently uh, pulling a hair out trying to find the best way to deliver this course because like you just said um, Being able to deliver the information without it being too confusing or overstimulating. I'm trying to keep it as simple as possible to get the content to the people who are subscribing to the service. So what's your advice in terms of running a a membership service as an online marketer or an online business person from your experience?
1: Well, it's, you know, as long as you've got, I'm I'm using a a service called A-Member uh... that was very easy to I, I paid them to install it i didn't want to i could probably have installed it but i was like you know what let's let the people that know what they're doing do it and get it up and running right and it's very easy to configure and uh... you, you simply you know once, once it's in there you just it's you basically the way i have it set up there are certain folders that the outside world can't get to um, that is I, i've also had people that's great there's the two schools of thinking there is the, the membership site and the nice thing about that is you have the ongoing income. The the alternative, of course, and I've had people say this, what you should do is put out some of your, your best tutorials and some of your best resources, turn it into an e-book, turn it into a, a CD or a DVD, and, and go that route as well. Mm-hmm. And I just opted for the membership. So I like the ongoing money thing. I, <laughs> I, I like the sound of that.
0: There's no reason why you can't do both, of course, in the long run. Yeah, that, you...
1: that's true. I could. And I've I talked to some other folks um, that had membership sites. Uh, Dylan Benjamin was actually the guy that got me into podcasting. He runs MP3 Postcards, which is a, it's not a membership site. Well, that actually is. It's, it's a membership to a, a product tool that he uses. That, that it's a viral marketing tool. It's very cool, by the way, if you want to check it out, mp3postcards.com. And uh, he said one of the great things about a membership site is once you get people to sign up, yeah, we're pretty, you know, we don't like change. You yeah. know, so once you, once you get them over that hurdle of signing up, you know.
0: They're groupies.
1: They, yeah, they'll, they'll, as long as you, you know, give them something to, uh, I, I try to do either a tutorial or something uh, to constantly add to the site. So it's constantly growing. I don't want people to go, well, you know, I, I paid my money and I've kind of found what, what I wanted and i am done. I want them to be thinking, well, what, what's Dave going to bring now? You know what's new? Because I try to. I'm always scouring the internet for new resources, new tools. Somebody just found me. Uh, someone just found me. Where did I grow up? (laughs) So, someone just. It's late where you are. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Someone just alerted me to a a new uh, plugin for WordPress that rotates uh, like a header image. And while it's something that I I played with and I went, hey, that's cool. If I was doing a podcast about photography or, or art or something that was very visual. I could see that would be a very cool thing, so that every time somebody goes to your your blog page, uh, it rotates the header image. And I'm like, right. that's kind of cool. So, and it's very easy to install. So I, I'm gonna. That's one of the things I'm gonna do when I get off the, the, phone with you is, create a tutorial on how to install that plugin.
0: Okay. So how much time do you spend on this then? It sounds like it's a, a daily activity of what hours or?
1: Um, no. It's it's again kind of the advantage of having the day job, part of it being sitting in front of a computer. So that I use, I use uh, Yahoo actually a lot in terms of adding RSS feeds so that when I power up my Yahoo page, I've got podcaster news, I've got musician news, I've got you know, everything I want, and I scan a lot of headlines. And then I use, I'm not a huge fan of the Yahoo search engine, but I use their, their calendar and their notes area so that no matter what computer I'm on, if I'm at work, if I'm at traveling, if I'm at home, I've got all my information in one central location. And okay. uh, so I just—it's just a matter of so kind of, of moonlighting. Organize. Yeah, well, in a way, you know. But I've—I've I've talked to all my bosses. Kind of know that I'm a podcasting freak, and you know, as long as the customers are happy, and you wear and, the shirt, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> podcasting and, uh, freak to work, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, they they are as long as you know, and they'll see me. I'll get put on hold or something like that. I'll be on the phone. And I'll just, you know, start, you know, scanning the, the, the headlines or whatever, so. Okay, but that's, well, I keep so up to date with everything.
0: You're obviously, then, a good at podcasting. Now, I'm, I having run my own podcast, I know uh, in terms of getting an audience, a lot of my audiences come from blogging, and that's. You know, makes sense. The more people I've got reading my blog, the more people Mm -hmm. I'll probably have listening to my podcast. But there are a lot of people out there, and actually, Alan and Andrew are one of them, with the marketers' podcast. Who don't really blog associated with their podcast. They use the blog to distribute it, but it's it's really all about the podcast show. So for those kind of people, what do you recommend about getting an audience? I'm sure you've got lots of content in the School of Podcasting regarding that. But beyond the obvious, I think. The first thing people always tell me, get your podcast into iTunes. It's the first thing to get lots of traffic. But is there any other advice? You must be good at this now.
1: Uh, Well, uh, interviewing people like you're doing right now, because, of course, what am I going to do when, uh, you know, the next time I podcast, and and you'll tell me, hey, the the podcast is is posted now, it's show number such and such, and here's the link. So, of course, I'm going to go to my audience and say, hey, uh, if you want to hear me talk about the school of podcasting, go over to you know blogtrafficking.com or wherever you have it posted and uh you know check out my new buddy yarrow and uh so that's one way that you're going to get instant promotion from that um promote with uh, a lot i get a lot of hits from uh, bulletin boards where and that's just not from going out and being a blatant you know come check out my podcast it's i'll go to in the case I have a podcast for musicians and i'll go and i'll uh you know, read what people are talking about, and it's simply, you know, Dave Jackson, com, and it's a, enough, and then I'll have my little tagline, where musicians trade advice. And that's just enough to where people go, oh, that sounds interesting, and they'll click on it. And it's not a huge number, but somewhere between, you know, 50 and 100. You know, and all I did was do a comment on a message board. Right. It, so, it's, and it's, so it's kind of knowing your audience, you know, who's listening to your podcast, and now go wherever that person goes. So I've... Uh, just sticking with my musicians podcast, I I made a uh, kind of a sheet that promotes what it is. It's got my logo, and at the bottom, it's got little tear-off things that people can. It's my URL, so they can take the the dot com and put that in their wallet or their purse or whatever and go Post- check it out later. <laughs> yeah, you're using. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I. Sorry, go ahead. Well, it's not so much posted. I, it's. uh it's a Microsoft Word document, and what I've done, with, without getting too technical, but you, if you use the, uh, <laughs> it's a text box, you yep. can change the direction of the text. So I have the, you no, know, obviously... The tabs. It was, yeah. poster tabs, t- right. At the bottom, so...
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I've... Um... My, my other business is an editing and proofreading business, and okay. I've, been, I've been putting up posters with tabs for about five years at university campuses around the world, and I, it's an extremely effective way of marketing, but a very, very tiring one, and I'm <laughs> yeah, so I sick of it. That,
1: I did that last week. I, uh, I live near Kent State University, and uh, so I was talking to oh. somebody I said, hey, where, where's the music building at? <laughs> and they said, oh, it's over there. And I'm like, all right, so I grabbed my little you know, post-it tear-off sheet, and right. off I went.
0: See, it's funny because, see, I never go to the music building because no one puts up or does assignments in music that are written. So that's the building I avoid. I go to every other building, so my job probably takes a bit longer than yours. (laughs) 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 So
1: it's, you know, and I've hit music stores. Um, I'm working now with a, uh, I just got an email today from the marketing person of a local music store. And what I'm going to do is, uh, again, I'm going to do a product review for musicians on gear. And what I'm going to do, without making it a blatant commercial for the store, but say I'm I'm here at uh, Lentine's Music. Check them out at LentinesMusic.com. And today we're going to talk about blah blah blah. This way, I don't have to go out and buy a bunch of gear. I can go out and hear the latest greatest news, and then in in return, I'm going to be able to put postcards on their countertop mm. promoting my show. So it's just nice. a matter of a little joint venture. Yeah, knowing who your audience is, then go where they go and. You know, just constantly keep your name and your brand in front of them, and so when you to do
0: when you do a product review like that, are is it just you doing the show, and sort yeah, of like a fifteen-minute test and trial?
1: Yeah, it's just um, it's I haven't done one yet. I've done one with uh, just stuff I've bought, but it's usually like five minutes. Kind of a here's what it is, here's what it sounds like, here's why I like it, here's why I didn't like it, here's what I paid for it, kind of thing. It's uh. Just a quickie, you know, here's what it is. Okay. Just enough for, you know, not not too in-depth.
0: Cool. All right. Let's go back a bit, David. Here we, We're mm-hmm. pretty cool on podcasting, but let's go back to um, before you even got into podcasting. Have you been entrepreneurial at all in nature in terms of running your own business, or have you been, like, working um, that, that job for...
1: No, maybe, uh, I've, I've tried a couple things. I've got a, a website, coolerwebsites.com, which is... Uh, I'm not much of a, a web designer. I've, I know enough to be, you know... Dangerous. So, if you want a real basic website, uh, you know I can build that. I've got a web a website called First Time Visitor, that in reality was a really good idea. And for some reason, once I got the website off the ground, I kind of lost my steam. And what it is, it goes back to screen capture videos, where uh, the thought was, if you're not getting the traffic you want, or if you're not getting the sales you want from your your website, you know, send me sign up for a, a website evaluation. Because I'd run a lot of books on, on website development and, and layout and things like that, mm-hmm. trying to develop my skills for as a web designer. But the thought was, I'm going to go to your website. Don't even tell me what you sell. Just tell me your website domain. I'm going to go to your website, and I'm going to go to every page on it, and I'm going to think out loud. Right. And, and, and the, the website was it's still there, firsttimevisitor.com. It was 29 bucks. And the whole point was, the, the spin was, because people were charging huge amounts of, of money for these big, giant, you know, novels. We'll go evaluate your website, and here's, you know, here's the 14-volume set of what we think is wrong with your website. And I was like, no, you just just it's just like you're sitting behind me while I'm doing your website. And it was it was kind of funny because we yeah. had one guy had a, a fishing lure that he was trying to sell. So I went to his website, and I'm like, okay, this looks like it's fishing. And he had all these videos, and everything was great. He had no place on his website to buy it. You know, and I always tell people, it's kind of like, you know, you drive your car every day, and so you know where the windshield wipers are and the turn signals and things like that, but when you get into somebody else's car, you know, you can't find anything. So the problem is, especially if you've built your own website, you're too close to it, and you, you think it's easy to navigate, you think everything is great, so... You know, why not see it through the eyes of a first-time visitor? <laughs> that's really actually quite a good idea. I like that. It's um, it is. a, a market research tool. Yeah. Yeah, so.
0: I, I mean, you should have other people doing it. I know I hate to be cliche here, but <laughs> hire a bunch of Indians and you know have them do the... I mean, you get an Indian-accented critique <laughs> of a website, but that's no less valuable. I cannot and buy the fishing lure. <laughs> <earth. laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, you probably could... Do quite a good little market research sort of right. firm like that, but um, I think your hands are really full with the podcasting, and that's that's what you like the most, yeah. probably why you're around Steam.
1: I've had that. I had battlingbands.com where people could upload their music, and in a nutshell, I'm getting ready to close that site because uh, it involved voting, and mm-hmm. if somebody out there has a voting script that cannot be hacked, yes. uh, contact me because I can't find one, and people are cheating, and it's. Uh, it's it's ugly <laughs>
0: yeah yeah you can so, get contacted now but yeah
1: yeah it's so. not something
0: you want the, like the presidential election to go by is it <laughs>
1: yeah well it's and the whole thing was there really wasn't much of a prize besides being interviewed by me and we we're going to spotlight your music and things like that but it, people were you know it was just they would just hack the system and vote 800 times in a row from the same ip address and i was like okay that's Obviously, <laughs> you're cheating.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. okay. So so you've basically been into internet marketing um, for how long? And you found the web in late 90s. That's what I did.
1: Yeah, early. Yeah, late 80s. Because uh, I, again, I was teaching. I remember teaching people how to surf the internet because they didn't know how, and we were in doing late 80s. Like in the late, uh, whenever when did the Internet come out?
0: Well, there's, uh, you know, the public Internet, like something that people actually generally use that wasn't part of the Army, was sort of like 92, 93, 94 kind of area. So okay. I know it's that. It's I, I've heard about people being on the Web in the 80s, <laughs> and that was... It wasn't. Yeah, I don't know what what they no. were on, but it, something existed back then, but, yeah, it would have been yeah. text-based for sure. So, so I don't
1: know when I started podcasting, and apparently I don't know when I started surfing the Internet. <laughs> But it was a long time ago. So.
0: Uh, internet time is so quick anyway. You've been doing something <laughs> for a year, and you're already a veteran. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I, I would teach people how to surf the Internet. And, and you know, I was really at that time, I was really in a Microsoft office and that whole nine yards. So uh, okay. I've, I've always been involved with uh, software. I'm a big software fan. Cool.
0: And that's certainly the future. All right, so... Speaking of the future, then, well, what, where are we going with School of Podcasting? We're just trying to grow the membership, keep adding more value. Do you want to open up more more sort of products, like they said, create an, a CD series? Or
1: I'm actually thinking of that. I'm really, because I've had a, a few people that just, you know, just hate the membership idea. They don't want to be tied into something. And, and I'm like, but gosh, it's, you know. Uh, the other thing I'm going to be adding soon is, uh, and, and Yara was actually helping me, you uh, kind of play with this the other night i'm going to be adding kind of community meetings or for people that just sign up it's a it's a tool that's going to really allow me to it's, it's kind of a chat room on steroids and i want to add that as a value and then i want to raise the price yeah so uh, i think yes. i'm running in i'm running into i th- i fear i'm running into a, uh, a problem with uh, it's only $4.99 a month and if you you know, if we wanted to do the reduce it down to the ridiculous, it's pennies a day and things like that. And I, when everybody else is charging, you it's know, at cheap. least yeah, at least a hundred bucks. In some cases, three hundred bucks, six hundred bucks for podcasting products. And that's kind of my downfall. I, I come from a customer service slash teaching background, so I'm always about being the customer's buddy. And it's you know that's <laughs> great, but it doesn't feed the kids, you know. Yes, it certainly Doesn't.
0: Let, let's talk about the, the particulars actually. It goes into this because I, I know. I'm very curious. I think a lot of other people who, who want to eventually launch their own service like yours. What specific tools do you use? You said you're doing screen captures. and was that Camtasia?
1: Yeah, Camtasia Studio is a, a great product. It's, the thing I like about it versus, and I don't know the name of it, whatever Armin Morin's product is, is from what I hear, again I haven't used Armin's product, but it sounds like with Camtasia you can do a little more editing, you know, kind of splice things together and things of that nature. Um, so I've been using it for okay. years. So, so a member, a member, the and, then, and then the, for, to organize all the categories and the resources, I'm using a product called link up gold. And it's just the guy that runs that software. Cause so I was using a thing called K links for a website called uh, podcast charts. It's a podcast directory. And it's a case where the guy just faded away. And so, as long as that site never crashes, I'm fine. But if I have a problem, I'm I'm out of luck. And the guy at LinkUp Gold, I cannot talk about customer service. He actually installed the the script. He's probably going to kill me for saying this, but he installed it on a Sunday. And because uh, I had a question on it, and I sent off. A, I said, Hey, I I was doing this, but you know, how do I change this color, or something like that? And he emailed me back on a Sunday and said, Your script is installed. This is great. And here's how you do that. And I'm like. It's, do you know it's Sunday? You know, so <laughs> it's a, it's a great guy and it's an easy script and it it does what I want it to do. So and actually, it does a lot more than than I'm using it for. You can throw advertising in and all sorts of other fun stuff. I'm just using it to organize my links.
0: So those, if you think about it, those three, and obviously you're using something like Audacity and and Skype and Hot Recorder to right. record podcasts. Right. I also um,
1: use Premium Podcasting is how I do. I I offer a students only podcast, and that is. Uh, something that uh, is Paul Culligan's product. Uh, it's premium, premium podcasting, podcasting yeah. right. And so. that,
0: that allows you to create a, a membership podcast sort of thing.
1: Yeah, it's what it does is if uh, somebody, and, and Paul's actually getting ready to release a uh, tie-in for A member so that if somebody cancels their subscription, God forbid, of course, but somebody, you know, let's say they graduate, that sounds badder, they, uh, <laughs> that A member would then alert premium podcast and then cancel their feed cuz every user gets their own separate RSS feed. So when they cancel their subscription, I just go over to premium podcast and say okay, you're done, delete the feed and they can't get the student's only podcast. Anymore. Yeah,
0: that's a good feature. I was thinking about running my own premium podcast a while back and I was thinking how on earth to sort of segregate it so that you you know, you don't have the public getting access yet you don't, you know, people when they unsubscribe, how do they not you know, lose their access. So I can see how handy that would be. So we, there's a lot of pieces of software going together here that you're working to create this whole membership service. And was it for you? This is a trial and error process. I know I'm going through it right now um, to get to the point where you're comfortable with how everything works together.
1: Yeah, it was um, in talking with kind of like we're doing right now. I, I use A-member because I talked to a guy named David Hooper, who's a, a big music marketing guy. And I'm a big fan of his products and things like that and just happened to go to one of his sites and saw at the bottom, and it said Powered by A-Member, and I clicked on it and went, oh, that's how he's doing that, and started just doing research on, you know, their their competition and right. looked around and, and went, okay. And then I finally just one day sent him an email and I said, you know, what do you think of A-Member? He's like, oh, this is the greatest thing. It's, and it, his, his only thing is probably my only thing that, that I would complain about is it has a built-in affiliate program, and, and you can sign up as an affiliate at the School of Podcasting. Uh, and, um, <laughs> I love the way your voice just slightly <laughs> changes a little bit. <laughs> but you've got to, uh, uh, it doesn't have a multi-level affiliate program. So if you're looking to, you know, sell the affiliate program so that those affiliates can then, you know how that works. The, yeah, the sub-affiliates, affiliates, tier two. Yeah, I mean. yeah. you got
0: to have <laughs> tier two. I hear all the marketer guys say. Uh, yeah, and say, it doesn't.
1: So. so other than that, it's, uh, I like it a lot. Right. So, that's how okay. I about that. so, just again, a more word of mouth. I can say
0: everything you've said here and everything we've talked about has been basically word of mouth, really, hasn't it? So, in terms of how someone finds a podcast in a lot of ways, is, is often word of mouth. How someone finds the software to set up a membership service seems to be word of mouth. So, it goes to show you really need to be doing something amazing and then making sure everyone talks about it. So,
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, we'll just about wrap it up, David. We're almost hit Okay. Third. 30 minutes, uh, one question I I sort of always leave everyone who's on this show with is um, the advice you would give to other people who are interested in starting their own business, not necessarily an online business, but any person who might be sort of (laughs) playing with ideas in their head but not taking action yet, what advice you would have
1: regarding Uh, getting started? I have a good story for this. Okay, go ahead. Google research your product. Uh, I had a product. I made a... uh, uh, what I called at the time a digital resume, and it was this HTML self-loading product. And you would put it in, and it was—I uh, was—I had I'd left my old job, and then the new job I went to didn't work out, so I was—I was jobless for a second. So I made this digital resume, and you'd pop it in, and you know, meet Dave Jackson. And at the end of it, it, it gave you a quiz on Dave Jackson, and the answer was, what was your next step? You should hire Dave Jackson, or should you hire Dave Jackson, or should you hire Dave Jackson? And everybody saw this and said, "This is great." And I went, "You know what? It is. I'm selling these things." And I went out and I got digitalresume something dot com, blah blah blah, and and spent a week making this website and had it all ready to go and put it up. It was like, woohoo! And then I went, I, "I wonder if anybody else is doing this?" And I did. And I went, "Oh yeah, they they are." And boy, theirs <laughs> theirs look a lot better than mine. And wow, theirs are cheaper than mine. And uh, well, okay, so that would be my biggest thing. Before, he, <laughs> exactly, I was like, well, okay. that was that was a nice two weeks down the drain. So you you really get excited because it's a great idea, but make sure you're not recreating the wheel. And if you are, make sure you're recreating the wheel better and you know, with more uh, value to it or something of that nature. So that was okay. that would be my advice. Very
0: good advice. I think there's a bit of, bit of due diligence before you launch something that you think is new but isn't necessarily that new. Yeah. Or, okay, cool. That's a nice point to end with, David. Thank you for joining us in the Entrepreneurs Journey podcast. And uh, right. I know I'll be watching you. So <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> say thanks that with for my scaring voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be watching you. All right, David. Thanks uh, for joining. I'll catch you later.
1: Yeah. Take care.
0: A big thanks to Dave. There. I hope you um weren't too afraid of my scary voice at the end of there. I'll be watching you. Yeah, Dave, I really enjoyed doing that interview. I think there was um, some good information about running a membership service, which is something I'm about to be launching myself. So I was quite keen to talk to Dave about how he does his. I think what in particular I like about Dave is um, he's got no hype, which is (laughs) maybe a bad thing, but um, he seemed very uh, humble about the whole thing and and definitely much more of a small business Owner working from home on on a passion that he enjoys, as opposed to uh, a big marketer who's more interested in the marketing process than necessarily the product that's being produced. So yeah, I did. Uh, I have a, an affiliation. I, I feel uh, with Dave and um, what he's doing with his membership service. So I hope you enjoyed that interview, everyone. A reminder: if you do want more podcast interviews of the same caliber as that, but maybe not quite as funny as that one, I don't know. Feel free to go check out, look for my name on Google. That's Y-A-R-O, Yarrow, or the blog entrepreneurs-journey.com or the other blog, smallbusinessbranding.com. I'll catch you again next podcast. This is Yarrow Star. Goodbye.